From The Conversation, this is Politics with Michelle Grattan, a podcast where Michelle discusses the issues of the day with The Conversation's politics team. Hi, my name's Amanda Dunn. I'm the Politics and Society Editor for The Conversation, and I'm speaking with Michelle Grattan. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Amanda. Michelle, Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe says more interest rate rises are on the way this year, uh, but he doesn't expect Australia to go into recession. Jim Chalmers, the Treasurer, held a press conference about that today. Was he in agreement with Mr Lowe? Yes, he more or less uh, reiterated what the governor had said. Uh, What we are looking at, as we knew, is uh, inflation rising further, hitting 7% probably by the end of the year and then subsiding. The message from the governor was very strong that the bank is determined to get inflation down to that 2 to 3% margin. And I think that we'll see the interest rate policy be set in order to meet that objective. He said that there are, of course, strong international pressures that have been driving our inflation rate, but also domestic pressures as well. So it's going to be a a difficult few months as cost of living goes up and the mortgage uh, rate rises. But the message, at least from the bank, that we are likely to avoid a recession is an encouraging one because, of course, we've been hearing a lot of talk about a recession in the United States. On the other hand, we also have to be cautious remembering that the bank has made quite a few forecasts over the last couple of years, three years, that haven't turned out to be very accurate. Michelle, Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill has made a trip to Sri Lanka where she has also announced $50 million in government aid to that country. We know that Sri Lanka is in great economic straits at the moment and the government is worried that that combined with the change of government might encourage the people smugglers. So what are they doing to stop that? Well, those two things, the minister's visit and the aid money are, I think, very much directed to trying to counter this danger of the people smugglers getting underway and having a product that they can market. There have been uh, several votes that we know about and probably some more that we don't because the Australian government now, although it acknowledged a couple of boats is uh, silent on water, as the phrase used to be, activities. The Sri Lankan government does publicise to a greater extent uh, boats that it stops. But there's clear concern by the federal government about this uh, trade getting going again. They want to nip it in the bud and that requires, of course, a continued cooperation from the Sri Lankan government. And I think that that message is being sent very clearly to the government and it's being backed by this aid money because, of course, as we know, conditions, economic conditions in that country are very bad. Okay, and back home in Canberra, Michelle, we now know that Parliament will only sit for four weeks between now and the budget in October. Is that too little, do you think? Well, it's certainly not very many because uh, the Labor Party, of course, used to complain uh, strongly about the Morrison government not having enough parliamentary sittings. And even after the budget, between the budget and the end of the year, there are only... uh, 
another four scheduled sitting weeks of the House. So it's, it's a slender calendar for a new government. I suppose they would be saying that it takes a while to get legislation going, but they do have a, a number of measures they'll be introducing. And of course, so one central measure will be the Integrity Commission legislation, which will be drafted and, and presented to Parliament before the end of the year. It won't be passed, I don't think, by year's end, although that was rather implied in the election campaign. I think uh, Anthony Albanese would say that his uh, remarks could be read either way, that it would be through or would be introduced. But when you consider that no doubt there'll be a Senate inquiry, I think that what we'll see is the legislation come in this year and then be passed next year. Michelle, the UK government has ordered the extradition of Julian Assange to the US to face charges there. Obviously, this saga has been going on for very many years. There's now increasing pressure on Anthony Albanese to take more action to defend Mr Assange. Do you think he will? Yes, I think that representations either will have been made or will be made. But of course, uh, it's not as easy as that. Anthony Albanese has said that uh, the government won't engage in, in megaphone diplomacy, and that's sensible enough. But even if it presses the case strongly behind the scenes in private representations, there's a lot of feeling in the United States against Julian Assange, and that's on both sides politics. And among the uh, the Democrats, uh, for example, there's a feeling that the publication by WikiLeaks of emails adversely affected the chances of Hillary Clinton becoming president. So whether Joe Biden is willing to be sympathetic to representations, we'll see, but I think it's still going to be a a difficult battle. All right, Michelle, great to talk with you as always. Thanks very much. Thanks, Amanda. Our theme music is by Blue Dot Sessions. You can find more podcasts from The Conversation on our website at theconversation.com.